As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. This is Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't already, check, check us out at sportsethos.com. You can get our articles, our litany of podcasts, and every podcast and every sport. And you can see some of our packages. I'm part of the Wager Pass group. So for $19.99 a month, you can get uh, everything from World Cup, to NBA, college basketball. Uh, our NFL team has been killing it this year uh, and some NHL plays. Highly recommend you check out sportsethos.com. Lots of free stuff, lots of uh, reasonably priced subscriptions there, and definitely worth your time and a great value if you're into fantasy sports and or wagering. Huge night of sports, 13 games in the NBA, 86 games in college basketball. And no, don't worry, I'm not going through them all. And a short four-game slate on the ice in the NHL. So let's get right into it. In the association, we start at 7-10 in the East. Atlanta is in Orlando. You get the Hawks at minus six on the road, total 228. Uh, my number leans towards this being a two or three point spread, but there's no way I can back Orlando. Um, my number's a little under the total, uh, but I'm not going to be back in Orlando, um, even though they're at home. I'm not going to be taking six here, so stay away from me. Next game, 7-10 in the East. We have Philadelphia traveling to Cleveland, the home Cavaliers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. You can get the total here at 210. Oh, sorry, let me back up to the uh, Atlanta game. We have uh, on the injured injury list uh, not, a, not a lot of huge names that are new, but for Orlando, you have Mo Bamba is questionable. Um, Suggs and Carter Jr. are out. And on Atlanta's side, DeAndre Hunter is questionable. Jalen Johnson, doubtful. Uh, moving to Philly. Philly and Cleveland. Cleveland is three and a half point favorite. Like I said, two tens of total. I've got Cleveland about two and a half point favorite. Uh, when I look at the injury list, Jared Allen is out. That's going to hurt them for a while. Uh, Kevin Love is out. Mobley is out. Uh, Rubio still out on the Philadelphia list. 
we have Harden remains out. Obviously, Tyrese Maxey is out. And that is about it for them. I can see uh, hitting some Joel Embiid props here, either his points, his rebounds, which I think is about 13 or 14, or maybe his points, assists, and rebounds, which I think is about 44. Uh, he always plays well against Cleveland, and I can see him having a monster night here. So I might be hitting a Joel Embiid uh, prop, probably his points, rebound, and assists. So I can see him going off for a 40-burger uh, with 15 assists and – pardon me, 15 rebounds and a handful of assists. He could easily – cruise uh, into the 50s and a points, rebounds, and assist prop. Uh, my line is about two and a half for Cleveland, so I'm not going to touch it. And my total is a little over 210, although with all those guys out for Philly, I'm not sure where the scoring is going to come from other than Embiid. So uh, I would lean to perhaps eh, around 210. I think that's a fairly priced number, so I'm going to stay away from the total. Next game. In Boston, we have the Celtics at minus nine over the Heat, 223 is the total here. Uh, my line, it's interesting when I do this model, it almost comes out exactly. I've got 8.6, so total uh, spreads minus 9, and I've got a total 223.5, and, and the total is 223 right now. So stay away from me. I think Boston wins. Uh, I just have a hard time ever laying 9 points against the Heat. And 223, uh, the Heat obviously play well defensively. Boston, not so much this year, so it should be an interesting game. On the Boston side, Jalen Brown is questionable. And for the Heat, Butler is out. And just scrolling through, Hero questionable. And Caleb Martin is questionable. Max Drews probable. Gabe Vincent questionable. So and Duncan Robinson questionable. So who knows who's going to be dressed. And I think that's why this line is so high. If everybody's healthy, especially obviously if uh, Jimmy Buckets is playing, you're probably at about a five, six-point spread. All these guys out, I can see Boston blowing them away. Uh, but Miami are professionals, and they know how to play the game and how to win. So I can't really – not touching this game. And as I said, my model's coming up exactly on these numbers. Next game at MSG. The Bucks are in town to play the Knicks. Uh, the Bucks come in six-and-a-half-point favorite total, 228. Um, I This is a tough one. I don't like going against the Knicks at home, uh, but there's no way I think they're going to beat the Bucks. I would probably take the Knicks at plus six-and-a-half if I had to. And at 228, um, Milwaukee could put up a huge point total. My number comes in a little under that, so I'd probably lean towards the under. Um, but I would be on the Knicks at plus six and a half. Also in New York, but we moved to Brooklyn, and they are hosting the Wizards. The Brooklyn Nets come in five and a half point favorite. 229 and a half is the total here. Um, my, my number lines up at about four and a half, so. Uh, maybe lean towards Washington. They've been playing well. Um, tough to get a handle on them. And tough to bet against. And this is why I'm not on this game. Tough to get bet against Brooklyn. Brooklyn can put up 140 points or they can put up 100 points. Kind of comes down to what KD uh, specifically seems to be doing on a given night. Uh, so he can go out and put 40 up and run the total up in the scoring. Or he can have a very average KD night and put up 25 points. Um and then we're not going to get this 229 and a half total. So I would probably lean toward, I do lean towards the Wiz here, uh, catching five and a half points. And total 229 and a half, probably lean slightly under. Next game has Memphis in Minnesota, 8-10 in the East. And we get the Grizzlies two and a half point favorites. Uh, the T-Wolves are, sorry, Grizzlies two and a half point favorites, total 231 and a half. Uh, when I look at the injury list, sorry, we missed the injuries in the last game, but Memphis, uh, Desmond Bain still out, 
And Dylan Brooks is questionable, which that could be addition by subtraction, the way he's shooting. Uh, on the T-Wolf side, obviously you have Carl Anthony Towns out for, I think they said four to six weeks. Uh, that, that, that could be ugly for him. Uh, Jade McDaniels is questionable. And I like Memphis here. Um, I don't like, you know, it's tough on the road. It's going to be interesting to see who does the scoring for Minnesota, but I like Memphis here laying only a couple points, total 231. Uh, I'd probably lean under, actually. Minnesota plays fast. They're inefficient. They're usually one of the fastest teams. I think they're second or third in the league in pace, but they're kind of mid-pack as far as offensive efficiency. Um, but with Cat out, it'd be interesting to see what they do because um, I, I find him to be a frustrating team to watch because everything just runs through him, and I know he's an elite player. But you wonder sometimes how good a team they are. Uh, with all the other guys on the floor. So if he's out, it's going to be interesting to see how they move the ball and what they do. And if anybody else steps up and scoring, somebody's obviously got to score in a total 231 and a half. There's some obviously good opportunities here. Uh, I just like Memphis uh, with Jaw playing. Uh, and if Brooks is out, it's like I said, probably addition by subtraction. Uh, I know they score a lot less with Desmond Bain. I think I quoted the number out there about, they score about 10 points per game less with Bain out of the lineup. And with Cat out of the game, uh, total 231. Like I said, I'd probably lean towards the under. 8-10 in the East, we have the Spurs, the tanking San Antonio Spurs in OKC to face the Thunder. Thunder are three-point favorites. Total here is 230. When I look at the injury list for OKC, you have obviously Holmgren's out. Shea, Gilgis, Alexander is out. On the Spurs side, um, per- Jakob Pertl is out. Jeremy Sohan is out. Uh, not a big loss there. Bates Diop is listed as available, as is Romeo Langford. So that's not going to really move the needle, though. Uh, when I look at the number, I've got OKC substantially more. I've got them about a seven and a half point favorite. Total right on 229 is what I have. Uh, total is 230. So I would actually lean OKC at home. Uh, I think I'm going to be on this game. OKC minus three. Uh, I just think they're the better team. They're playing better. Yes, Shea is out, which hurts, um, but the Spurs have just been horrendous lately, um, and I can't really see them. Well, you know, I don't really think they're going to keep it close, especially on the road, so I'm going to be on OKC here, minus three. Next game is in New Orleans where we have the Raptors in town. The Raptors come in three-point favorites. Total here, 222. Uh, I've got New Orleans as a lar- about a seven-point favorite, to be honest with you. My number's right on the 220, 221, 222 range, um, but this comes down to the injuries, obviously. For the Pels, Brandon Ingram's out. And McCollum is out, so two huge losses. And the Raptors are finally healthy. Precious Achua is out, but he's pretty in uh, in Otto Porter Jr. Achua kind of a bench player right now, and Porter Jr. is hardly played. So they are healthy, which is good. That's why they're favored. Uh, and with Ingram, sorry, Ingram out, and yeah, McCollum, I think he's out with COVID-related uh, issues. So uh, I like the Raps here. Tough to take the Raptors on the road, but with New Orleans with their big guys down, Zion will be there. And they're much better defensive team when he's playing. Total 222. I would lean towards the end of it. Like I said, my model's right on that number, but that probably, well, that does include with Ingram and McCollum in there. So I'd probably lean towards the end of the Raps. Like to slow the ball game down. If they get up, they can play great defense. And I would lean towards the under of 222. Uh, next game has the Bulls in Phoenix to face the Suns, 8 10 in the East. Sorry, 9 10 in the East. Uh, we have the Phoenix Suns, five and a half point favorites here. Total 227. And a half on the injury list for Chicago. Lonzo Ball is obviously out. Caruso, DeSumo, and Dragic are probable for the Suns. Chris Paul remains out. Cam Johnson is out. And obviously, Jay Crowder is still out. 
Uh, I've got the Suns as about a four-point favorite, and the total just under well, around 222, 223. So at 5.5, I would probably, probably lean the Suns. I like the Bulls this year, but I like them at home, not so much in the road. Uh, lean the Suns, but not really a play here. Next game in Denver, 9-10 in the East. We have Houston in town, and the Nuggets are 11-point favorite. Total here is 230 on the injury list. We have for the Nuggets, um, Bones Highland questionable. Michael Porter Jr. still out. And for Houston, I heard earlier that Jokic was questionable. I don't see that on the injury list, which is a good sign. For Houston, um, nothing really new on their injury front. This is a big number to lay. I know Houston is a terrible team. My number has this couple points less. So if anything, I would actually take Houston lean, but I can't lean Houston. Uh, I mean, I, I, my number says to lean on Houston, uh, especially catching 11 points on the road against Denver. You know, did they get a backdoor cover? This is kind of how I would see it work. Denver get up cruising. If Jokic does play, if he's banged up a little, then he's going to sit uh, late. Uh, get Murray out of there and rest their rest their big guys, and maybe Houston squeaks in a backdoor cover. But don't really like banking my analysis or my wagering on hoping on backdoor cover. So I'm going to stay away from that one. Nine ten in the East in Utah, we have the Jazz hosting the LA Clippers. The Jazz seven and a half point favorites, two twenty two and a half. And as you would expect with that number for the clip. George Paul is out. Kawhi is out. Luke Kennard is out. Powell is doubtful. And Reggie Jackson, questionable. For the Utah side, Mike Conley's out. Rudy Gay's out. And that's about it. Um, I would... That's a big number. Uh, I like the Jazz. I like them a lot in this spot. They've been playing well. I've got them at about a five-and-a-half point favorite. Total a little under that, around 221. Um, so I would lean the Jazz. Money line's minus 300. Can't be touching that. I don't think I like laying seven-and-a-half points. Sure, the Clippers are missing their big gun, big guns, but they still have some veterans there uh, who can keep the game close. If anything, I would take Utah. So I slightly in Utah, but just a little, little too many for me. Second last game of the night, we have Indiana and Sacramento, and the home kings are four and a half point favorites. Two forty-two and a half is the total for the Pacers. Uh, nothing really new here on their injury list. Chris, Chris Duarte is still out. Uh, for Sacramento, same thing. Nothing really new there. Um, my, I like Sacramento here. They've been playing well. There could be a lot of points. Indiana doesn't, can score and doesn't really like to play defense, hence the 242.5 total. That's a massive number. Um, everything To me, everything has to go right to hit that number, so I would probably lean the under. That's just too big a number um, for me. I've got the game. I've got a number a fair bit less than that, and I just don't like it can happen in today's NBA. It can easily happen. You know, Sacramento could go out and put up um, 130, 135 points in the round. Um, but at 243, that's just a too big a number. I would lean the under, and I would lean the Kings. Last game of the night, we are in L.A. for the Lakers, and they are six-point favorites over Portland. And I think this is Portland's – yeah, they were at home last night on the road again tonight. Um Sorry, six points. The Lakers six point favorites, two twenty four and a half the total for the Lakers. The big boys are probable. AD and LeBron are listed as probable, and I don't see anybody out for Portland uh, of note. So, with that, with those guys dressed, uh, I would take. The, I would lean the Lakers. Six points is probably just about right. Um, you know, Lakers just aren't that good a team, even when those guys are playing. They're playing better. 
Uh, my number's close to that total, just a little under 224, so I lean the under a little bit, uh, but probably take the Lakers uh, and the six points there. So 13 games. I'm not really in love with a lot of these games. Um, maybe maybe an Embiid prop, as I said, with with Jared Allen out and Cleveland's big and Kevin Love out. Who's going to stop him down low? So I think he could definitely get some buckets there. And OKC, I'm leaning to minus three against San Antonio. So with that, let's take a quick break and get to some NCAA games in a second, and then hit the ice and wrap this puppy up. Right on to the NCAA. There are, as I said earlier, 86 games, and there are some fantastic games. Last night was great. Today is as good a slate, if not better. Um, game that's going on soon: um, Wyoming and Santa Clara. I'm actually on Wyoming. Santa Clara comes in six point favorites, 135 in the total. I'm actually on Wyoming plus six. Uh, I just think they keep they can keep this game close, and Santa Clara, you know. Santa, Santa Clara's been playing well, but a little hang overrated right now. So I could see this game being pretty close. Uh, most of the models I've looked at have, have it with one or, one or two points. Certainly a single possession game. So I'm going to take the Cowboys, the road Cowboys, uh, catching six points. Six o'clock in East, we have Temple in at LaSalle. Um, I think this is actually, it might be a neutral. Yeah, it's played. It's going to be played in the Palestra. So two um, Philadelphia-based teams. LaSalle, the home team, though. Temple minus five, totally 135. I'm actually on the Owls. Uh, I think this should probably be a seven or eight point spread. So laying five in kind of a neutral site game, I'm going to be taking ten minus five. Next game, 6.30 with Kansas State at Butler. This is going to be a good game. I'm not on it. Butler's three-point favorite, uh, 132.5. If anything, I I would lean Kansas State. I mean, I think they could win outright. 135 in the money line is not a bad price. I think this is... No, three-point is one possession game. I think this is a one- or two-point game. I think it can go either way. So, if anything, I would look at the uh, K-State money line. Because they've been playing well, and Butler has been um, inconsistent. I know they're at home, but I think K-State can make this a game, potentially pull out the wins, so maybe a plus 35 money line. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the games, but some of them, some that I like. 70 at Indiana State. Now, this kicks off the Missouri Valley uh, conference play, which is good. Missouri Valley is always an exciting, a little bit down the last couple years, but always an exciting conference. Drake goes to Indiana State, the two and a half. Drake's two and a half point favorites, total 150 and a half. And I'm actually on Drake in this game. I like playing. I like the way they've been scoring. Uh, I thought this total would have come out, or this line would have come out at about a six or seven for Drake. So very happy to get this two and a half points. Now they come in six and oh. And haven't played a lot of great competition. They beat Buffalo um, a couple weeks ago, 80 70. 80 to 72, and Buffalo's look like Buffalo's playing better and looking like a little bit um, better than people expected. They also beat Wyoming uh, on a neutral site by what was that 61-56, so by six points. Wyoming, I would say Wyoming and Buffalo are definitely at Indiana State's kind of level. So two and a half points. I like the line, and I, uh, I'm on Drake. Probably going to be on Drake a number of times in the next few weeks the way they're playing. So going to take that uh, with the Bulldogs. 
Uh, as we say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Scroll down. Hofstra, 7 p.m. Hofstra is at George Mason. Hofstra is plus three. I'm not sure that Hofstra shouldn't be favored here. Um, George Mason has really been struggling. Plus 135 money line might be a decent play for Hofstra. And not usually big and taking big money lines, but the way college basketball has been going this year, this game's score has been all over the place, and especially with these mid-majors. Not a fan, not a fan, as I said, of uh, George Mason and what they're doing. They come in, let's pull up their record. They're three and four. They won their last game against Queens, which is an interesting story in themselves. Queens in their first year in NCAA and doing well. Uh, part of that, they lost to Buffalo, lost to Belmont, lost to Boston College. And I would put Hofstra you know, at around the Buffalo level. Uh, and, <clears throat> excuse me, they lost to Buffalo by eight. Um, so don't think they've come out of the gate all that hot. And I think in a 135 money line, Hofstra might be the play there. Middle Tennessee at St. Bonaventure, 7 o'clock. The Bonnies. Bonnies are a team I had written off uh, completely. They lost off. They played last year, at least. They played a really, really shallow bench. Uh, went with like five, maybe six guys. And they, all, all their players either graduated or left their, their main five. So I thought they are, well, they are in a complete rebuild mode. Uh, but they've been doing great. I mean, they've really outperformed, I think, everybody's expectations. So. Um, I could see them. I mean, it's at home weighing three points. I like the Bonnies here. Middle Tennessee is a good team and they've been playing well. So I'm not really sure that I want to lay the full three. Uh, probably something I'm going, well, it's not what I'm on right now. And I don't necessarily know that I'll be on it. Trying to pull up their records here. There we go. Um, 
the Bonnies, who the Bonnies played. Again, I thought the Bonnies were going to really struggle in the A-10 and kind of be one of the weaker teams. Uh, but they've come out well, 4-2. and two. They beat Notre Dame last, last time they played, uh, 63-51 on a neutral site. Uh, they've beaten Middle Tennessee is probably their next best competition. They did lose to South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits lost by four. And they've beaten some beaten Bowling Green, Southern Indiana, St. Francis, PA. It's not exactly powerhouses. But at home, I actually like the Bonnies here. I'm going to look at this a little more. Uh, probably be willing to lay the three points with the Bonnies uh, over Middle Tennessee State. Next game, which I think is a sneaky good game. And Richmond is at Toledo. Toledo comes in a five-point favorite. Uh, this move, this line moved it was four and a half earlier. Uh, Toledo's five point favorite total here, one forty five. I'm leaning towards Toledo. I think Toledo, Toledo came in quite highly regarded uh, this year, and they've struggled a little bit out of the gate, at least at least with their results. They're four and two, but they lost to UM last week. They lost to UMKC and then East Carolina. Now East Carolina is, uh, if you listen to my show before, a team that can score, a team that kind of comes out slow and comes. Um, flying back, which they almost did yesterday. They did not cover, which helped me because I was not on them. Um, so anyway, sorry, lost to UMKC in East Carolina. They beat North Car- Northern Kentucky. They beat Oakland. They beat UAB, which is an impressive win. They beat them 93-85. So I'm actually on or leaning towards taking Toledo here. Uh, I would have liked it at four and a half. What did I say? It's up to five now. Five. Uh, I still lean Toledo. I think they're going to they're going to bounce back and get back to their what everybody expected from them. Richmond's been kind of a tough team to figure out. They're three and three. In the most recent game they beat Temple, but they lost an OT to Syracuse. I don't think Syracuse is that good a team. We saw the yes and they got pumped by Illinois. Lost to Wichita State. Lost to Charleston. Granted, it was an overtime. Um, so Toledo is they beat Northern they beat Northern Iowa in VMI, but I think Toledo's a better team. Uh, I think they, are they five points better? You don't look at that a little closer. If I had to lean, I would lean towards Toledo. Uh, scrolling down, 7 o'clock, we have Vanderbilt at VCU, and I like VCU here. The only one-and-a-half-point uh, favorites. Total here is 128. I think VCU is a little, um, you know, they've been up and down the last couple of years. I think they're better than what people give them credit for, and I think they're going to have a decent year. Not a great year. They come in at 4-2. and two. Lost to Memphis by 15. Lost to Arizona State by four. No shame in losing to either of those two two teams. They beat Pittsburgh by four, which was a good win. Their last game, they beat Kennesaw State, but just by three. So they've kind of been all over the map. Uh, I think they're the better team, and I think they're they're at home. They always get a good turnout uh, there in Richmond. So I'm going to lean to VCU. I know Vandy is coming from the SEC and considered a better 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 um, better conference, better school, better program. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not really sure I'm sold on them this year, uh, and I do like VCU. So I'm going to lean on VCU minus one and a half. The big game. Let's start with a few big games here. Uh, 7-15, Ohio State. The Ohio State is in Cameron to play Duke. Duke is five and a half point favorite, total 135. And I like Duke here. They have not been playing up to par or what people think they should be doing and under new coach John Shire. But I think they'll get there. Do they get there tonight in I lean Duke laying five and a half. Uh, I'm not on it, though. I think Ohio State's a solid team. Could keep this game close. But total 135, I'd actually go over here uh, in Cameron when Duke gets rolling. Problem is Duke hasn't been unpredictable so far this year. Some big losses. They got just thumped um, by Purdue, although Purdue's thumping everybody these days. Um, but I like I like Duke. 
laying five and a half. Don't think I'm going to go that far. Next game, speaking of Purdue, they're at Florida State. They're 16-point favorites at Florida State. Uh, total here, 136. I would actually look towards the over here, too. Purdue has been scoring and scoring at will. And I would look towards laying 16 points. This is the second game. The first, the Ohio State and Duke, obviously, and then Purdue and Florida State, part of the Big Ten ACC Challenge. There's a few more of those games going on tonight, which is always a fun uh, competition. Not a tournament, just a competition between those two power conferences. Uh, Purdue, I like them laying 16 points, and I like the over 136. I'm not sure I'm going to pull the trigger on either one. I would lean more towards the over uh, than, you know, I, I see this game probably coming in around 140 or low 140s, 144 maybe. So uh, the way Purdue's been scoring. So going to be on Purdue, probably the over 136. Not going to touch the line, although I do like them. Uh, the next in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, Rutgers heads to Miami to play uh, – heads to Florida to play Miami. Miami's a three-point favorite, 136. I would lean Miami. I think they're a better team. Uh, Rutgers, as always, is much different on the road than at home, and I think that will hold true this year. Georgetown, 8 p.m. in Texas to play Texas Tech. Texas Tech Red Raiders, 16.5-point favorite, total here, 137.5. When I first saw this, Georgetown's an auto-fade right now. 16 and a half points. So it, this, this isn't, you know, I think Tech wins. I think Tech wins easy. I just don't know that Tech blows anybody out by 16 and a half points. They, um, they play solid defense. I could see them really styming Georgetown. I could see them covering 16 and a half, but it's just a bit big number, bit, bit large of a number for me to lay. Um, scrolling down, we get to who else was I looking at here earlier? Providence TCU. Uh, 8 p.m. We have TCU favored by six, and total here is 136. No, sorry, 133 and a half is the total in this game. And just trying to pull it up on my screen. I like TCU here. Uh, I like them to win, and I like them to cover. I'm going to be on TCU minus six. TCU is very highly regarded, and then kind of stumbled out of the gate this year. Well, stumbled. Um, can't really say stumbled when you're when you're coming in five and one. But they lost to Northwestern State. Boom. Everybody, um, you know, set, set the sirens off. What's going on? How does TC lose to Northwestern State? Well, uh, unfortunately, early in the year it happens. They come in, though, 5-1. and one. The most recent game, they they rolled over Iowa uh, 79-66. Prior to that, they beat Cal 59-48. So they seem to ride the ship a little. And Providence, I like Ed Cooley. Who doesn't like Ed Cooley? He's a great coach. Uh, I just think they're taking a step back this year. Most recent wins over Columbia and Merrimack are basically exhibition games. 10, and they lost to St. Louis by. So I like TCU at home. They're going to roll, I think. Jamie Dixon's going to have them uh, up for this game. And I'm willing to lay six points with TCU uh, in this game. Scrolling down the board, where are we here? For a few others that I was on. Um, the next game, actually. Well, Sorry. 9.15, we've got Michigan State at Notre Dame. Sparty comes in two-point favorites. Total here is 140, and I'm really torn in this game. When I first looked at it, uh, I said I think I like Notre Dame. Uh, dug in a little deeper. Michigan State's a little bit banged up, but Notre Dame just is not really playing all that well. And I don't know. Um, you know, Sparty had some great games early, then got a little beat up, and kind of coming to this game limping. So do I want to lean, lean to them? Not really. Uh, but I can't back uh, the Irish here. I'm just trying to pull up this game. So uh, 
bear with me for a second. Yeah, there we go. Notre Dame. So they come in at five and one. Good record. Lost to the Bonnies. Lost to St. Bonaventure 63-51 last Friday. Uh, other than that, they don't really have a lot of great teams they played. You know, Radford, Youngstown State, Southern Indiana, Lipscomb, Bowling Green. Beat them all. Um, beat them fairly easily, I guess you could say. All the games were at home. And this one is again at home. Weird schedule. They've got one neutral site game in their first 11 games. Other than that, everything is at home. Welcome to being an independent, I guess. Uh, or not independent, but welcome to being Notre Dame. So an odd kind of schedule to start, if you ask me. Pretty weak schedule if you start, if you ask me. And I don't necessarily like Vacna. So if anything, I would lean Sparty, but they're just a little too beat up for me. What I think will be the game of the night uh, is in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Again, in Indiana, 9-15, we have the Hoosiers hosting North Carolina. The Hoosiers are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Total here, 145-and-a-half. And I'm actually on Indiana. Uh, I think if this game were played in a few months, it might be a different story, um, but it's not. So I don't think – you know, I think I, – I could see UNC doing what they did last year, really struggling through the regular season and then into ACC play and then kind of waking up. But right now, the way they're playing and the way Indiana's playing, I've got to lean towards the Hoosiers. Indiana, Indiana's playing really, really well. Coming perfect 6-0. and uh, Haven't had a really tough schedule, Xavier being the best game, um, but they've just been thumping everybody, like beating the teams they should beat by 15, 20, 25 points. And when we flip to the Tar Heel side, they have lost two straight, lost 70 to 65 to Iowa State, and then 103 to 101 in that classic four overtime thriller against Alabama. Um, but part of that, they didn't really have a tough schedule either. James Madison was probably the toughest team they played, and they beat them by 16 at home. So this could go either way. Um, you know, there's something to be said about North Carolina, the money line at plus 170. I think that's probably a fair bit of value. Uh, I just think Indiana at home is probably the better team. You know, they've been playing really well offensively, defense. Both teams have been playing well offensively and defensively. To me, these are two um, top 20 teams for sure. And I just lean Indiana, mostly because it's at home. You know, on the neutral side, I'd probably lean Indiana by one or two, four and a half at home, definitely on them um, there. 10 o'clock, we've got New Mexico at St. Mary's. New Mexico catching nine and a half points, total here 137 and a half. That's just a few too many for me. I think I'm going to be on New Mexico. Really like uh, what Rick Pitino has been doing there. I know it's not at the pit when they play at home. They are very, very tough to beat. This is on the road. But I'm not sold on what St. Mary's is doing. Um, trying to pull up this game. There we go. I think St. Mary's should win. I just don't know that they're going to be able to win by that much. They had a few good wins earlier. They come in 6-1. and one. Most recently, they lost by four points to Washington in overtime. They've beaten Vandy. They've beaten North Texas. Other than that, they haven't really been challenged. And I think, again, they're probably the better team, especially at home. Um, but I just don't think they are nine and a half points better. Uh, New Mexico comes in, perfect 6-0. and Haven't really been challenged in their games. Uh, five of their games are at home. So, as I said, the pit is a very hard place to, uh, to win at. But I think they're, they're a good team. They're scoring. They're running, um, as they always do. I think they're the, what are they, the 44th fastest team in terms of pace in the nation of 300 and what is there 363 D1 schools I think the number is so they played a quick pace I think they'll be able to score on St. Mary's total 137 and a half I'd maybe even lean to the over there um, but I definitely like that game 
And that is about it for me. Uh, there's also at 7 p.m. Sorry, I missed the one game at 7.30. Texas A&M Corpus Christi against UT Rio, um, Rio Grande Valley, Grand Valley. Now, would you ever be in this game? No. Uh, but Texas A&M Corpus Christi comes in separate. These two teams played. This game's at Rio Grande Valley. These two teams play a couple weeks ago at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And the home team won their 97. Uh, so they won by 18 points. They come in today seven and a half point favorite. They're just a better team, uh, in my opinion. Now it's hard it's hard to really get a feel for for these teams. I get that, but when I pull up the numbers here, as a ranked, if you look at Ken Palm rankings, Rio Grande Valley is 323rd school in the country. Texas A&M Corpus Christi is 182nd. I think they're a better team. They blew them out. Granted, it was at home a couple weeks ago. Um, but they have the ability to score. They score a lot, and I don't really think that Rio Grande Valley is going to slow them down. They are, I think, one of the worst teams. Uh, there's a good 40 teams ranked below them right now, but I think they're going to be uh, falling, and I'm not a real fan of Rio Grande Valley. So I'm going to be on Texas A&M Corpus Christi laying, or, yeah, laying the seven and a half points, even though they're on the road. So lots of college basketball there, lots of plays. There's many other angles and leans I have, but uh, I just didn't want to go through every single game on the board. So I'm giving you most of my thoughts and my, my my leans that I'd really like. In the NHL, 7-5, we have this, the slate starts in Detroit. The Red, Wing, the Red Wings host the Sabres. Red Wings are minus 140 in the money line. You can get the Road Sabres plus 120, 6.5 is the total. Juice to the over, minus 135. Uh, I'd probably lean the Wings here. Minus 140 is a bit of a big number, but they're, they're the better team, I think, and should be able to pull out this victory. Next game, 7.05 is in Ottawa. The Rangers are in town. They are minus 105. The home sends minus 115. Total here is 6.5. The Rangers, I think, should be doing better. Uh, I would actually I would actually lean the Rangers here at minus 105. It's the slight underdog. Uh, I think they can get up, get up to Ottawa and pull out the victory. The Sharks are in Toronto at 7.05, and the Leafs are huge. The minus 310 favorites. Sharks plus 250 in the money line. Total here is 6.5. Uh, juice to the under, minus 120. You've got to lean the Leafs. Maybe look at the puck line, which is means they have to win by one and a half or by two goals uh, at minus one twenty-five. Just can't lay minus three ten at the Leafs um, the way they're playing. But suspect D. I know Matt Murray's been playing well in net for them, but it also depends on who he has in front of them. So not going to touch this game. I like the, lean the Leafs, lean to the puck line if I had to play anything here. Final game of the night is it. Chicago, the Oilers are in town. You can get the Road Oilers at minus 225. The home Blackhawks plus 185. Total here is six, juice to the over, minus 120. I'd actually look to the over. Uh, Edmonton can score, I mean, Blackhawks score two goals. Edmonton can score four or five easy. And maybe even the puck line, you can get plus 110 of the Oilers. So minus one and a half. So the Oilers got to win by two goals, but it's plus 110. If anything, that's what I'd look at. So the only real two plays I would consider is the that last game, the Oilers o, o, Oilers in Chicago over six goals and the Oilers puck line at minus one and a half to plus 110 because I think they win. I think they win quite easily. So lots of games, 13 in the NBA, 86 in college basketball, four in the NHL. Lots of options, lots of plays out there. Hopefully you got something. And I'm on a lot of the college basketball games tonight and going to be watching some in the NBA and probably catch that Oilers game at the end of the night to see if they can win by goal, by two goals. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hopefully you got some picks, and we will chat with you tomorrow.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 